Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. April 26th, April 27th, Northern and Rest invites you to Northern Unfest Volume 2, which is exciting. I'm very happy that they're doing it again this year. Everyone that I talked to who went last year had nothing but nice things to say about the fest. So I'm very stoked for them to be doing it again. Shout out to Division of Mind, Whispers, Big Cheese, Demonstration of Power, Existence, Nothing But Enemies, Hive's, Sanction, Broken Oath, Higher Power, Despise, Split Knuckle, 50 Caliber, Hellbound, Killing Frost, Body Web, Impunity, and Dynamite. Such an awesome lineup for a cool fest. From Within Records will have a table set up this year, so make sure to support the label. They're always doing awesome things. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, please go boot up X, go boot up Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high-quality merch for your band or for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. Or if you want to get in contact with them, please email them, contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. You can thank me later. Before we get into today's guest, Twice just released their pre-release single for their 13th mini album. And it's amazing. Twice never fails to disappoint. So please support arguably the best group in K-pop to this day. But anyways, on today's episode, we had to track down our friends from New Jersey, Colin and Benny Truth. They play in Not One Truth, and they also play in their newer band, Capillary, which is amazing. If you like emo, you should love this band. They're so sick. And they just put out a very just awesome record i i was blown away and i was not expecting it i, I remember um uh, months ago uh you know colin and i we talk uh you know time to time and he just sent me the record i checked it out and i was just blown away and i'm happy that it's finally out so if you're not familiar please hit pause go boot up your spotify apple music Bandcamp title whatever go search up capillary Stream the record and then come back here and listen to Colin and Benny and I talk about the band. It was awesome. Such a great time. I, I love talking to them. Colin is uh, just such good vibes and having Benny on the podcast for the first time was awesome. So I've been a fan of his for a while. So I'm very happy that they were able to make it. We're going to do it again in the future. Uh, most likely when the LP comes out. But I hope all of you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So please strap in enjoy this conversation without further ado welcome colin and benny to the show
and where we're recording welcome to the podcast colin and benny truth how's it going guys thank you very much bro thanks for having us it's going well yeah going pretty good uh, am i talking loud enough by the way <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a little louder <laughs> yeah. uh, but okay before we get into uh like capillary can we start with uh not one truth is it okay to talk about that band Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we would love to. Okay. So um, I, I'm just curious about what's going on with that band because I, I wear the hat all the time. And yeah, yeah, that um, was the uh, the gift. That was the Not One Truth gift to the Jamie Work Show. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, uh, and you know, I, I get so many compliments. And it's honestly my favorite hat that I have just because of, um, you know, it, it's just so deep. It fits my big head like really well. So I, I always just love wearing it. It's a great fit. Um, but I, I rep it so much and I feel like I'm always, um, having to inform people out here on the West coast. Cause obviously it's yeah. a hate breed reference, but, and everyone thinks it's a hate breed hat, but I'm like, no, actually it's a, a great band from New Jersey. You should check them out. So if, if you could give us an update on what's going on with not one truth. Well, first off, thank you for the compliment. Do you want to take this one or you want me to just, no, go ahead. I'll chime in. Um, we've kind of been like just not very active lately for a few different reasons um uh so first off our our bass player mitch had to leave the band due to some personal life situation changes going on uh so <clears throat> i mean that's the first thing the other thing is that um dante moved out it was much more convenient for us to to do stuff uh, in the house, having him live here, not a, a reason to end it, but he's been kind of just like doing his thing lately. We haven't mm-hmm. really been like putting focus into it. Also, me and Colin had these capillary songs lying around for like a really long time, and mm-hmm. we just wanted to put them out. Um, so it's really just kind of like hiatus mode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like we all just have different shit going on, but it's not. I don't think we want to just totally be done. Yeah, well, we, speak, we have some ideas. Well, speaking of like <laughs> not being done, we actually we have a show lined up. We can't, I can't really get into too much detail, yeah. but um, yeah, we're kind of just like less active. We got a show coming up in Phoenixville. Um, should be pretty cool. Let's just leave it at that. Um, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, very stoked to play that um and we have we have some plans for what we want to do next with the band like we want to keep playing shows obviously so our plan's going to be put out some new songs you know so me and brendan you know started working on that do that soon um i think right now the main focus is going to be on uh capillary and also like i got to record the drums for now one truth which is cool and then we had our boy Joey rip the kit live for us, um, which was fine because I love yelling. But I've been a drummer my entire life, and every band I've ever been in, I've been a drummer. So being a front man was sick as fuck, but I started to just miss playing in front of people, like playing the drums. So um, I've been uh, I've been playing with Conduit. Do you know the band Conduit? No, I'm not familiar. Another uh, like, New Jersey band. Metallic, hardcore band. Okay. Um, from local from from here so i've been i've been playing with them i actually just recorded uh an ep with them on friday mm-hmm. so <clears throat> and i've uh, just been doing capillary shit so that's kind of been like scratching the itch for me 
playing drums. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I think we're gonna get back to normal truth. Yeah, I we're think just, we're just kind of like fucking around with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think you might see some not one truth action maybe this summer or even earlier if we're blessed with uh, timing recording. <clears throat> you know. Okay. Well, I'm glad that the door's not closed on Not One Truth because I'm a yeah. If you, you uh, if you want us to play your bat mitzvah, you know, uh, college graduation party, just hit us up. We're we're 100 down. So, all right, we need to book you guys in Orange County. That that's the real real dream right there. <laughs> that would be cool, man. That would be sick. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, you know, we, we've uh, brought up capillary a, a couple of times, but I'm I'm just curious, uh, how did this band uh, come together? Because I'm I'm such a fan, I love the style, and I'm I'm just curious to hear the the origins of the band. So, I think it was 2021, the peak of the pandemic. We all just moved into the house, me, Dante, Brendan, and um. We were like, you know what? We were mad emo. We yeah. were just like sad. Nothing was going right <laughs> for us, right? So we, you know, we uh, we said we can do this, and uh, we wrote what was it, four songs, right? Yeah. So originally, um, uh, Dante and Colin were writing mm-hmm. the songs, uh, coming up with stuff on the guitar, and they were just kind of like, "Yo, Betty, come downstairs and hop on the kit. We got some ideas." And I was like, "Well, this is cool, but like, I want to start a hardcore band." <laughs> <They were> like. <laughs> No, we are, but we want to just want to do this too. So yeah, I was so like, all right. I think these songs actually predate the Not One Truth demo. They, they do. Yeah. yeah, they actually do. Yeah. Um, so Dante had a hand in writing uh, some of these songs too, mm-hmm. but then when I mean, fast forward like three years, and we decided, right. hey, we got these songs, we should like use them. And yeah. just do something with it. Well, the songs um, are always good. He just you know wasn't really interested in like starting a new project, so we got uh. We got our boy Jim Leeds to play bass for us. Yeah, he lives like three blocks that way. <laughs> and then um, we got Jake Rubin from multiple other projects, All Under Heaven, Shackled. Um, Friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold Joy. And, uh, you know, I mean, we already had the songs written and everything, but he wrote his own lyrics and uh, did vocals. Yeah. And he crushed it. So it just came together like that, pretty natural. But we've actually had these songs for like a, a good while. Yeah, like three years, right? Yeah, and we already have like, uh, I'm not going to really. I'm yeah, gonna we'll, we'll get to what we have uh, a little bit later. And why did it take so long to, to get them out? Well, because Not One Truth kind of picked up. Um, I think we just didn't. We put the really demo play. out. I think we just had them and we just didn't really even care to have plans with them. Yeah, just, so the other thing is like when we wrote these songs originally, we didn't have any idea for lineup. We didn't have any. Well, besides me, Brandon, and Dante, that was the original plan. Right? It was just a creative endeavor. We didn't even have any intention to turn it into something. Right at at the time, but, and then we were just like, like I guess what in April. Yeah, we were just yeah. like, oh, you know what? These songs are sick. I wanted to play the drums more, so we kind of just brought it back. We were just mm-hmm. like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. And but I, together really well. I think the main reason why the songs never came to anything in those three years is one, not having full lineup. Like we originally, I brought Jim in 
two years ago. He learned all the songs um, on the EP. And um, it was that long ago. Yeah. Um, We didn't do anything with it at that point. And then two years later, I hit Jim up. Hey, you want to you want to try doing this again? And he was he was 100 percent down, remembered all the songs. Um, But we didn't have any lyrics. You know, we didn't have any lyrics for three, three years. So, yeah. Me and Jake, you know. I, I yeah, and I wasn't even sure like what I wanted for the vocals. Mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want to do like a title fighty kind of vibe, and then have it maybe be not like a straight title fight rip, but you know, in that direction. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but I'm Jake's way better singer than me. I'm good at screaming, but I mean, like, I was like, I need somebody to come in here and kind of just like, I don't know, put their own flavor in it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and is Jake the only person who does vocals on the record? Uh, on the record, yeah, yeah, live we're gonna have to figure out some harmonies yeah. situation. But uh, that might evolve. In, that might evolve in like a later release where you know we might get in there. But um, right. for right now, it's just Jake on the on the recording. Yeah, he he does a really good job. I, I was uh, I remember when when you sent me. The record, and I was just like so surprised. I'm like, who the hell is this on vocals? Because it's so sick. yeah, and it, it's cool because it's like he doesn't sing like that in any of and like in Cold Joy, he doesn't really sing like that aggressive yeah. style, you know. So it's it was really it was fun for me to you know tell Brendan like, hey, don't worry about the vocals. I got it covered. I was telling him this yeah. for months. It's I'm most, like, Jake, Jake's yeah, got it, man. you know. So. Okay. And I, I noticed that you went uh, to Jay Clark, who you've worked with in the past. Yeah. What a legend. Oh really is a legend. It yeah. was it was so much fun. It's always a pleasure getting to work with Jake. He doesn't miss. Yeah, he hasn't missed once. Not once. On what four or five releases we did with him. We did feeding tubes. First I want shirts thing, second I want your thing, mm-hmm. feeding tube. I guess we could call that a separate release. Yeah. Um, Riddle of Steel. Riddle of Steel and then Capillary. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Man, great choice. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, you know his work. He, he does a lot of great things. Yeah, he really yeah, crushed. His fans are fucking cool. Yeah. He, he really crushed the sound that we were looking for for the emo band. And it's mm. it was, you know, we knew what we wanted it to sound like. We had all these home demos that we were listening to for three years, you know, and we didn't want to lose that like authentic sound that we had from the yeah. basement, you know. But also him being in projects like Super Heaven and like Webbed Wing, we knew he would like know what we're going for mm-hmm. and be able to capture like that kind of sound. So, I mean, he did a great job with the Not One True stuff too. But I just was like, yeah, yeah. he's definitely going to crush this because this is like his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, before putting the record out. Uh, were you at all concerned about you know what people would think of you guys because you're you know playing in this hard band, not one truth, and now you're coming no, out with like this awesome emo band? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, do it. <laughs> I didn't think about that, and I think it's because we've had the songs for so long. We kind of, you know, they're a part of us at at that point. Like we listen to them all the time, right? Yeah, and also like even if somebody did think that, like I don't give a fuck because I just like different kinds of music and. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I couldn't. I love hardcore. I love metal, but I couldn't just constantly only listen to hardcore metal. So, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of dumb to act like, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody's like, "Oh, that's like some some pussy shit," like, mm-hmm. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> and from your guys' uh, perspective, how has the response been? Because I've, uh, um, you know, I've been into it and I've showed like to some friends, uh, you know, like uh, Colin, you and I have talked privately and I've told you about, you know, people out here who are stoked on the band. So I, I'm just curious mm-hmm. about like, you know, what have you guys been seeing since the record has come out? Well, I think this is, it's the best release, like in terms of like, public reception and everything that we've ever had. Um, yeah. It's, it's doing the best out the gate um, yes. in terms of just straight up listens. Um, you know, it's funny that you ask, cause it's like, I sent the songs to one of my teachers from high school. I, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I okay. sent them to him like two days ago and I was like, Hey, you were my, you were my songwriting teacher in high school. Check out these songs. Let me know what you think. Right. And he was super stoked on it. And it's like hearing that from somebody, you know, that taught me a lot of the stuff that I use when we write songs. It means a lot, you know, but. um, Yeah, I want to jump in here, too. Go ahead. Um, we got to give some props to Joey from Corio for yeah. like, going so hard promoting this for us mm-hmm. on uh, his label. So I think that's a big part of <clears throat> like the positive response we've gotten. And um. Mm-hmm. yeah he just went ham like he did like he really helped us out a lot yeah. so that and i think that this type of music is just more accessible to people yeah in general so <clears throat> but yeah it's definitely doing well we're stoked on it mm-hmm. we're just excited to play our first show man like, yeah first show line up on sunday yeah tip box till close yeah uh that and that's beautiful for- kensington and, Philadelphia. and real quick, just to uh, add on to the shout out to Joey. So that's 51st state records, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So don't forget it. Yeah, he's doing he's doing some cool shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how did you guys link up with him? I'm um, obviously uh, Joey, um, well, uh, another great person. So, I, I just yeah. love what he's doing. So, so I after we got the the masters, or I think it might have been the rough mixes back with the vocals on it. Um, I started just reaching out to everybody and, you know, Joey was the one that really came to, came back to us and was like, Hey, I just, I love these songs. I got to put them out. Yeah. He definitely fucked with it hard. And we could tell because at first he was like, yo, listen, man, thanks for sending this to me. I kind of got my hands full and now I'm like, I don't know how much I can take on, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'll check it out though. And then the next morning, Colin texted me like a screenshot, and he's just like, "Dude, I'm 100 percent in. This shit's fucking awesome." <laughs> really? like, you know, if he's that into it, then he's gonna like, he's gonna rep it, which is like yeah. exactly what he did. So, yeah, and it's awesome that he uh, actually checked it out, right? Because you know, sometimes uh, people yeah. will uh, say they'll they'll check it out, but not really give it the time of day. But for him to actually, you know, follow up and you know, be a man of his word, that, that's really great. It was. It was interesting trying to reach out to people to put out the songs. It's it's not something that I've ever done before. Um, with the Not One Truth releases, two of them were self-releases, um, and the other one was from within Split, right? We had that lined up. Yeah, the Purified by Pain, though, he, he kind of promoted that. Yeah, that he, he had a hand in it, for sure. Yeah. He was like involved. But um, it, was, it was definitely interesting reaching out and trying to find someone that's interested. And it's just like when I say it's interesting, it's like there's all these different routes that you can uh, talk to these people, but what's the right route in terms of actually getting someone to listen to it? 
right? Yeah, so it was it was a challenge for I sure. Think it worked out the best way, of course, they possibly could. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, no, and I I think it's cool that you were willing to you know put yourself out there because it's not <laughs> easy to you know be that vulnerable and uh, you know just uh, be. Uh, willing to you know put yourself in front of so many different eyes and you know, people who obviously might not know who you are or just might not even uh you know care to check out new bands yeah yeah the one thing i'll say is like um what am i trying to say here it's like we we always knew like after hearing the 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 rough mix the day after or whatever it was after we recorded the instrumentals we knew the songs were going to be good and we weren't sure if that was just us being cocky or if it was actually true. Just you know, say, like part of that is just like confidence in our finished product because we right. showed it to a bunch of people and everybody's like, yeah, this is fucking really good. So, yeah, I mean, we could always have the personal bias, but once you let mm-hmm. your friends here and get their honest opinion and stuff, then we kind of know we have something. And mm-hmm. then it's like, I don't, you know, it, it's easier to just shop it around at mm-hmm. that point. Just be like, hey, man. And do you ever wish you could have put it out sooner after getting such a positive response? Because you know you guys had the songs for a really long time. Well, honestly, no. I, I think we're. I like. I like it right now. I well, think it's cool. I go leading up to recording the vocals. Me and Jake were working on them. I want to say like two days before. You know, so it's like the timing worked out perfect, and it kind of put the gun to our head, and we kind of had to just get it done. You know. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to put it out earlier. I think. No, every- I think that's. I'm liking the way everything's going. I think we mm-hmm. were, for a while we were really focused on just not what's truth. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't think that we really even had a desire until what did you say, April or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah, April. I think the April was April 23 was the first time that uh, Jim, myself, Brendan, and Jake. We all got together in the basement. Yeah. So. And then we hit Juliano's. Yep. Shout out Juliano's. Best bar <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, if I ever get out there, I, I got to check it out. Yeah. They have great uh, Buffalo tenders. That's for sure. Juliano's Instagram page like likes my, my posts. <laughs> like they're, they're kind of homies. So. Colin, where did you record the podcast last time? Uh, we were in my good friend, Justin, uh, shout out, Justin. He did the piano on the capillary, uh, song four. Um, we were in his father's basement and he had his basement is just like a man cave on steroids essentially. And, um, I was talking to Don, I was like, yo, where do you think we should record this? You know, like we got to do it somewhere cool, you know? (laughs) So, but that that's where we ended up doing it at. But uh, this is just the house. This is just the yeah. crib. I couldn't pull any crazy uh, this is the setting world. This changes. This is the world mansion. Yeah. So. Okay. And you mentioned uh, first show uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys plan to try to get uh, like really busy with the band, or are you guys trying to just see well, how it goes? We have, I think it's like it's like five or six shows lined up already for this band. So we're trying to go full steam ahead, you know, um, we're going to ride the wave. If it's a, if it's a Saturday, we can pretty much play wherever that's 
drivable. You I know? mean, yeah, I think um, like definitely setting up a weekend or just like a mm-hmm. little like short tour is, is going to be coming up in the future. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're ready to do it. Yeah. So we have Bonks in Philly Sunday and then we have uh, Lindenhurst, Long Island, um, New York, and that is February 17th. Those are the only two announced right now. But we have another one in March, or a couple in March, that are lined up. Philly, Long Island, um, Asbury Park, New Jersey. So we have a couple, you know, in the works. That's awesome. And are you guys, like, okay with being in, like, this, like, hardcore bubble with your band? Because obviously, like, you guys are, uh, you know, part of the scene. You guys play in a hardcore band. Obviously, I'm going to be getting on a lot of shows like that. Is is that something you guys are looking forward to with Capillary? Yeah. I think it, I think it's good for us. Yeah. I think having that, that foundation uh, was like a springboard in a way for Mm -hmm. us. Yeah, no, I I agree, because I feel like uh, you know, bands like, like you know, Koyo, they had the you know support of the hardcore scene and, and were able to uh, mm-hmm. have a, a, a great, uh, you know, early part of their career. Obviously, they're still doing really good. Um, and mm-hmm. even bands like you know, like No Pressure, right? All hardcore dudes, and like they had you know, all the support of the hardcore scene and they're doing like crazy stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it's awesome that you guys are able to play that kind of music uh, and be in the hardcore bubble and you know, have a, a great solid foundation from the start. Hell yeah. I think the biggest thing that writing hardcore songs like uh, helped with for like Capillary is we learned how to keep songs interesting, you know, because you write a hardcore song, you don't want it to be three and a half minutes long and people just turn it off. Right. Mm-hmm. So we kind of we try to take that approach to Capillary too. Yeah. you know, this is, this is true. <clears throat> Okay, and you 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 had those songs uh, for so long, like we had mentioned. Uh, were you working on new stuff uh, while you were waiting to put out the original songs, or how is like the writing process working? Yeah, so we went um, and recorded all the instrumentals, instruments, whatever. In what what was it? Like uh, it was, I think it was June or July. I think it was July. And we had that done. We had. Um, like the whole thing done without vocals mm-hmm. until Jake that, went to record. That was October mm-hmm. that we recorded vocals. But so, during this, like pretty much from July till now, we've been writing stuff like pretty we, consistently. Yeah. So as soon as we left the studio, I think eight songs, something like that, we worked on. Like, uh, yeah. We, yeah. We already had like eight, nine. some, yeah, in the, in the bank. So. Mm-hmm. We got some plans uh, yeah, for those songs. Big plans for 2024 for Capillary, for sure. We're looking to record new music already, and it's it's crazy because the songs came out a mo- less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would, even if we don't put it out right away, we definitely just want to get back in there and have it yeah. recorded. Because the longer, you know, pocket. we're good with the instrumentals already, but we want to, you know, work on the vocals and everything else that comes along with it so like for us it was always fine to me yeah the sure. more you play you just like you know what it would actually be sick if you just like pause for a second here right yeah but little shit like that that just comes along in terms of like the songwriting though it's like we write these instrumentals and then record them give them to jake and then me and jake will work on the 
the vocals. So we got to get them in there, you know, get them recorded before we can start yeah, finishing and then them we up. Also, we like kind of like the process of having the songs done and giving Jake more time to think about the vocals because mm-hmm. he's he's busy too. He plays in a couple bands. We all work, you mm-hmm. know. So. <clears throat> And are, are you guys, uh, you know, just like sonically, uh, you know, since you guys are, you know, it seems like you're working so far in advance, it, uh, is the sound staying consistent or are you guys like, you know, evolving with this new stuff that you have written? That's a good question. Uh, I would say like a little bit of both. I think, I think we tried to keep Aspects. some of the like essence of all of those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely kind of push in a couple different directions too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I would give I would get more into detail. We just y'all just have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Um, especially since uh, the, the new stuff's out, you you don't want to uh, you know kind of like um, put too much on the fans, right? You you want to give us time to right. be able to to, to bond yeah. with the the current stuff, even though you have these uh, you know, other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Now right before we did this podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we should like go just like, record an album, put it out as soon as we can. I was like, well, how about we just let them enjoy what we just did for a little while? Not, not as soon as we can, but yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm not sure what the right way is because there's, uh, you know, artists that, that I love that, you know, consistently put out music and I'm just like fiending for it. And I, I love it that they're mm-hmm. so consistent. But then there's also other artists where I'm happy to get new music, you know, even if it is on like a, you know, biannual uh, schedule mm-hmm. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it's, it's different for everybody. So um, I, I'm, I'm happy with what you guys have out. So if I have to, you know, wait another year or two for the next record or even later this year, I, I'm okay with it because I'm happy with what you guys have out now. I, I think it's a really like, mm-hmm. you know, awesome, like debut record. Thank you. We appreciate that, man. Okay. And what? Oh, go ahead. Definitely later this year. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll... That's the goal for 2024. It's a, lo- a long release. So. Long, okay, and can you talk about how you landed on the name Capillary for the band? Yeah, I was sitting. I w- well, I do you know the story say, better than me? We were both there. Uh, yeah, we were just trying to come up with names. And we were like, "What do we like? What band names do we like?" And I said, "We definitely want to do a one-word name." Mm-hmm. And I really like the name Ceremony, but we can't take it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a band, yeah. For so sure. Colin was like, <laughs> was like, all right, let's try to think of words that sound kind of like ceremony. And uh, I don't know, he just kind of came up with vocabulary like at the bar at, Jul- at Juliana's, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of magic that happens at Juliana's. True. Um, but yeah, we were sitting there, and he came up with the name, and I was like, you kind of stuck at that point. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. it's cool. I mean, like when you think about it, it's just like a band kind of email. Uh, I was just like, it sounds cool. So, I was as soon as he said it, I was like, I don't even really need to think about this that much. I definitely just like it, mm-hmm. you know, because it took us a while to come up with our name for Not One Truth. Yeah, shout out Dante. Yeah, shout out Dante. It. But we had a couple other ideas in mind that we were just like, let's have this be our working title and just say it for a while mm-hmm. and see if we like start to hate it or if it's like we don't get sick of it, whatever. Oh, stop at nothing. We yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, that was one of them. We're thinking that we're like, it's just be a little harder than that. Yeah. <laughs> Band names are tough. 
I got a band name for you, by the way. I, I have this written down in my notes for the pod. Okay. Um, so if you ever do a band, right? Okay. The Jamie York band. <laughs> that's that's the name you want for my band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. It's kind of like Van Halen. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, I, I want uh, if I'm in a band, I, I, I want as little attention on me as possible. Uh, Steve Miller yeah, band. Right that now. <laughs> yeah, right then. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cross okay. that off of my list. Oh yeah, please, please. Oh, <laughs> and the, yeah, I have a huge list of stuff I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the cover of the record. Can you talk about uh, oh, what's that? A photo of? I, I would. I would love to. So I took the picture. Um, it, I got this like uh, this new film camera. Well, it's an old film camera, new to me. Okay. Um, I got it for Christmas that year, something like that. My old one broke, right? Um, so I got a new one. Um, and we were on tour doing a four-day with uh, Hate Still Burns. Shout out Hate Still Burns. Shout out Hate Still Burns. Also, shout out Michael from Pain of Truth for setting that tour up for us. Hell yeah. Um, but real quick, shout out Hate Still Burns. I don't know if you guys saw they had their record release. They put out a new uh, EP. It's fucking awesome. Check mm-hmm. it out. Right. But at that uh, record release show, there's this picture of of him coming out of a coffin. They pulled him out on a coffin. Right. And they just start the set with him just jumping out of it. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just getting <laughs> sidetracked. But that, anyways, hate still burns. Great people. We were on tour with them. Um, we had a show in Buffalo. So what we did, obviously, we went to Niagara Falls. So that picture is from the observation deck, um, Niagara Falls, U.S. side, and it's looking towards uh, Canada, and that bridge, I think, goes over to Canada. So that's that. That's awesome. Great photo. Thank you. And I, I think it's really cool, too, that you're the one that took it. It wasn't just some like random photo you found on the internet. There's like an attachment yeah. to the band. All the uh, all the photos that are in the CD layout, um, I took all of those. Um, Sean Krim put it all together, made it. Um, you know, he did the layout for us. He did the layout for our, our tape on Fifty First State. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did he do? He did um, the well. One of the logo fonts that we had, I reused it. I really like the the cursive writing. Um, else and shout out sean Krim, you know sinister feeling morbidity yeah. i'm actually really sad that sinister feeling and kidnapped are coming to california and they're not stopping in orange county that's messed up do you want me to text them i'll, yes. I'll talk we to can, them I, yeah we can try to work on that <laughs> yes yeah, so let them know that i'm uh i'm bummed <laughs> yeah and they got a they got an lp coming out like next month so that's kind of yeah. that's kind of sick too check that out yeah Huge fan of both of those bands, but uh, I, but I will be hitting the tour when it hits here, even though it's not coming to Orange County. Yeah, that's sick. Gonna travel? Not yeah, it's not too far. I'm, I have to go to L.A. It's not it's not bad. Okay. okay. Never been to L.A. No, You've I, never been I to L.A. Been to, I've no, never been to California. Yeah. I went to I went to California after I graduated college, and um, I was there for like a week. We stayed in Carlsbad. Okay, like San Diego. Uh, Area. Yeah, I had friends in San Diego. We went down there, visited. Um, where else did we go? Oceanside. Um, 
Big Bear, Big Bear Mountain. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I, I know Big Bear. It's not too far from here. Yeah, yeah. So those were all the uh, those were the only places I went to in California, in and out. Um, yeah. The only time I ever been out to the West Coast, I went to Washington mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago. It was sick. We went to we stayed in this like uh, Airbnb. It was like an out like an hour outside of Seattle, and then we just hit like all the national. We went to like Mount Rainier. We did um, the Olympic. I don't know. But I don't know if you've ever been up there, but it's it's really cool. No, the the furthest north I've been is uh, I I went to Portland, but I, I didn't make it to Seattle. But mm-hmm. one day I'm I'm hoping to make it up to Seattle. There's a sick hardware scene up there in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and the city itself is just cool vibe. I think uh, Fool's Game, Risk, Last Man Out are going up there like in a couple weekends or something like Word. that. So shout out them too. Yeah, you know? they're they're getting flown and, out. I I, I try to convince yeah. them to come down to California. Like, you know, it's not it's not that far, but I guess they yeah. it's like a timing issue. Yeah, they they probably only have so many days off of work or whatever, you know. And shout out uh, Ben Ben Stucky, you know, uh, Fool's Game, Last Man Out. He uh, he actually booked us for our first show, the one that's on Sunday. So yeah. shout out Ben. Shout out Ben. Yeah, I, I think I, you got to shout out Kutz now too. Yeah, shout out Kutz also. Kutz has played drums for that one as well, and he rips. He's the man. Yeah, I, I've, I've been to a, a Ben Stucky show before. Oh, really? Yeah, out in uh, Media, PA. Oh, yeah. I love Media. Yeah, that that like Kentucky. Yeah. So, yeah, a couple really cool shows there. Yeah, it's cool that you guys are playing bonks. I I went there. I've only been there once, and that was uh, when Gridiron played there for the first time, and I was just blown away. I was like, "What?" I'm like, well, first of all, like, where are we? Because it's like right, like right by like those like train tracks or you know some big old weird yeah, empty yeah. lot. Yeah. And I was I like, "Oh, this, not is, one this truth, is crazy." I think not one truth played bonks three times or two, at least two, at least two, and then yeah, Capillary for a show bonks. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of curious, like, what kind of crowd's going to roll out for the show on Sunday? Me too. I've been hearing that a lot of people are going. I'm kind of excited to like, like, uh, just hear and see some some new bands from that realm. Mm-hmm. That I just don't even know exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that'll be cool. What about like the the bands from your guys's area? That's not like you know traditionally hardcore, but uh, you know they're in the bubble just like you guys. Who would that be? We're kind of new to this uh, genre yeah, of music, I don't really especially know. in it's this. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, honestly, we're just kind of in our heads, bro. I don't really know what's <laughs> going on. Anymore. There's that. Um, there's that band. Uh, uh, Dylan worked with them. Uh, Straight Jacket Feeling. Are, are you familiar with them? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we played with them. At, um, yeah, not one truth played uh, with those guys. Uh, Cinco de Mayo in. Um, New Brunswick, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, almost died. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I, I, I think they're pretty cool. There's another band. Um, they're not like from like Philly proper, but like I don't know some like surrounding suburbs. Of this band called Ultralight, who I'm friends with. Are you guys familiar with? Oh, them? okay. No, um, I've never heard of them, but we'll check them out for sure. I mean, honestly, Ultralight. just Jake's other bands are probably in this realm: Cold Joy and All Under Heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll end up. I'm sure Jake will end up playing like a double set show at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, I would think so. You know. Yeah, but, but I think it's cool. Uh, that's exciting for you guys to to be able to, you know, obviously 
be able to lean on the hardcore community, but then also be able to you know step out and play these other alternative shows. Yeah. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I agree. It's really cool uh, in terms of like the uh, accessibility of the the genre itself. Like I've had I've had people that I haven't talked to in years, you know, reach out and say like, "Hey, songs are sick. Love them." And I would have never expected those people to even, you know, say anything to me. And I don't know if that's because of Jim, um, the guy who plays bass in the band, his um, his friend group or or what? Because I went to high school with Jim, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've known. Jim's just never even played in bands. He doesn't know how to play the bass. Jim's first show on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, wow. Well for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He learned the songs and he's just like he learned the songs. He's him, you know? just like down for it. So yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's very exciting. I I remember playing my first show and I was a nervous wreck. This is like back when I had like stage fright and I couldn't mm-hmm. be in front of people. But now it's like not a big deal. Yeah, you just you get used to it over time for sure. Yeah, I was a mess. The first not one truth mm-hmm. show was my first show. Yeah, so, and you definitely learn a lot to yeah. avoid tragedies. Yeah, check your stuff before you start playing. I, had, I actually, <laughs> one, I was like 15, 16 years old. I played in this like post hardcore, like a day to remember type band. Uh, it was my first band ever. It was called People You May Know. Mm-hmm. And we opened up for bands like, like We Came as Romans and shit. And um, we were playing this one uh, gig. And this was before I knew how to be like a live drummer and get prepared. I just didn't even have like a stick bag or any extra sticks near me. And I was I was like playing a breakdown. And when I went to hit the China, I just like threw the stick like across the room. And I didn't have another one. So I had to get up in the middle of the set while people were just like watching me. And I was just like, I just had to go pick up my stick and then just sit back down. And that was probably the most humiliating experience I ever had. But but it definitely taught me, like, yo, buy a stick bag. Yeah, and, like, be a little more prepared. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of, uh, the, the first band that, that I played in, we were playing at this church. I don't remember who we were playing with, but I remember we we ran through the set, and as soon as we finished, some somebody from the crowd walked up to my bass player. He was like, yo, like you sounded so sick tonight. Like, I, I'm a fan of yours, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Kid gets off stage, and I'm like, I, I, I tell my bass player, his name's Joe. I'm still friends with him to this day. Uh, and I'm like, dude, Joe, you were not plugged in to your amp this whole set. I don't know what that guy in the crowd was hearing. I don't know what the hell you were doing oh the whole set, God. but you were no not way. plugged in. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it, it was the funniest thing because, like, that kid was so hyped to talk to our bass player, Joe. But, like, he he was acting like he was playing, but he was not plugged in for the whole set. It, it, was, it was comedy. That was awesome. Yeah, that's I, can't, I can't believe it. That's that's crazy. How do you even you know pass that off? Like, yeah. yeah, was he trying to fix it the whole time or what? No, he thought he thought he was plugged in the whole time. But like, yeah, we were like young kids back then. I just excited to be yeah. on a stage. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, that's funny, man. yeah. Hopefully, Jim that's has a good first man. show. He doesn't have any like horror stories to to, to tell. We'll start the songs over if he messes up. Uh, he, Jim's a good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I I know you guys have one shirt up for sale. Uh, are you guys gonna have merch of the show or plan to you know put more merch online? Yeah. So we have a uh, 
We have a well, first Joey show. Shirts, yeah, Joey made a shirt, right? Uh, Joey has shirt, tape, CDs on his web store. So what I planned on doing for the show is doing like QR code type of laminated strip. If you guys want to get that, feel free. But I'm also going to have um, uh, like a rip that we did, a mineral rip. Um, should be pretty cool for the first show, you know, probably won't do it again. Um, and then beyond that, I have plans on doing something with, um, the design that Joey used, something a little different though. So we have a couple of shows lined up, so I got to start, you know, rolling out the merch. Um, I actually, I also, before like we even figured out where we wanted to put the songs out, uh, at or, or with, um, I, I dubbed 50 tapes. I, I made artwork for it. Um, I printed out all the, the J cards. Um, what else did I yeah, do? You kind of went ham on it. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. I never made tapes before. I never did a run of tapes, but, um, I have, I think like 12 or 13 of those left. Um, I'm going to bring those to the show. So we're going to have some tapes at the show. Um, 25 of those tapes I brought down to FYA and we gave them out at the Koyo table as like a way to like, you know, introduce people to the band, gave them mm -hmm. out for free. If you bought a Koyo shirt or whatever, you just walked by the table, you got a capillary tape. So. No, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Call me when you make a hoodie. I, I want a capillary hoodie. Oh, yeah. Like, embroidered, embroidered capillary. Yeah, it's a little expensive. We got to get the bankroll first, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sunday, yeah. Sunday it starts, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, we sell all our shirts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious because I, I know, um, Colin, you went to Hate Breed, and obviously, um, uh, Benny, I'm assuming you went too because of the shirt you're wearing. Yeah. 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 Did you guys go uh, the same day, or did you guys go different dates? Vod rip. Oh, no, we went together. Yes. We went, uh, I think it was Saturday. It was, yeah. And, uh, man, that place, AMH, I love it. They we need to expand. <laughs> well, especially when a band like Hebrew rolls through. But, like, they were, like, way past capacity. Like, there's no way. Because, like, I was in there. You're not that far from the stage, mm -hmm. really, no matter where you are in the room. But there were so many fucking people in there that I couldn't even see the band. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, I had no personal space. Like, it was just, I was like, you know, I'm glad I'm here. And Avery's one of my favorite bands. So, this is awesome. But this situation kind of sucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. We we played uh, AMH twice with Not One True. And Brennan played with Shackled once, right? Or um, I, was a conduit. I, I, I don't even played remember. With Shackled. It, was, it was a while ago. It might have been Shackled. But, well, um, it was like, the ones the one show we played with not one truth there it was the missing link record release on broken wings played um a bunch of other cool bands played too i can't remember all of them right now but um that you couldn't move and it was it was really it was kind of crazy to think that like our show was as sold out as a hatebreed show going i think back they, and i think they let people in the hatebreed show if i'm being honest with you i think it was even worse yeah, yeah, you were like fighting for your position, but hmm. just anywhere you're just going back and like standing by the merch table for Avery, 
like the whole time. And I was just talking to the dude, and then I ended up buying. I, I should probably get this because it's six bucks. Hold on. You get me a beer too while you're at it. Did you guys do the meet and greet? Um, no, I didn't even. I didn't even know there was a meet and greet. This is cool. Go ahead. You you bought that? Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, I was like, I wonder what size this is. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm not gonna play it. I'm just gonna use it for decoration, but it doesn't even fit my snare anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wild. You know, a couple nights. I I thought it was cool that uh, you know Hapri was able to play a smaller venue like that because you know the, yeah. there's such a big band, legendary band. It doesn't happen all the time. Can you get me two, Brendan? Thank you. Sorry, we're just trying to figure out beer over here. That's all right. You, you got to you know, keep the, the, <laughs> well, the beverage I can't get situation up. situated. I, I have to send Brendan on the beer mission because I think I have the microphone. Yeah. Thank you. So I actually have a question for you, if that's okay. If you don't yeah. mind me jumping in. Yeah, so ask away. One of my questions here is, when are you coming to Philly next? And when can we hang out? Oh, Philly. Um, when am I coming to Philly next? I'm <laughs> that, that, that's a tricky question. Um, I don't know. There, there's nothing in the books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, nothing in the books, but, but I, I will be, um, there's in, in the summer, there's a skate mm -hmm. jam happening. Um, I'm not sure, uh, you know, uh, Caleb from, uh, Bizarre Skate Shop, he, he's done, uh, skate jam the the past two summers and i know he is doing one this summer so that mm -hmm. um, is a for sure thing when, when that happens this summer i will be in uh, back in wilkesbury but as far as pennsylvania oh, okay. uh, or excuse me as far as philly i'm uh, not too sure because there's nothing uh going on that i know about that i'm gonna travel mm -hmm. for so uh, hopefully i can get back because I, mean, I we got a know. show on sunday <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sunday. Um, I think I might be too tired. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so I also, I have another question for you. These are just uh, the last one for now. Um, um, have you been playing any new games at all? You know what? Um, today is a very important day for video games. Uh, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth just came out. I bought that. And also Tekken 8 awesome. just came out today. I bought that. So as soon as we hop off here, I'm going to play Tekken 8 uh, probably for the rest of the night. That's awesome. So in the... I'm, I'm gaming tonight too, probably. Yeah. Just in the time since I last uh, spoke with you on the pod, right? Uh, I played Elden Ring. I beat it. Okay. And I started a new new game plus or whatever. And I... I got like halfway through it. So I thought that was kind of a big deal. I know you guys talk about it on the pod sometimes. But um, are you a God of War fan? I've never played God of War. Any of them? Ah, uh, yeah, you, you should check that out. Well, I mean, it depends, I guess, if you like, you know, hack and slash kind of games. But I do. I, I've been meaning to check it out because I switched um from having a console to PC. So like, God of War is like, uh, you know, it's there. Like, I think Ragnarok is out on Steam, which is I think like the first one uh, from like the remakes. I don't think the second mm -hmm. is that the second one. I'm not sure. Um, I've been. I, I just have a PS4, so. I just want to throw this out there. I I got a uh, a flash card for uh, Game Boy Advance, 
Um, okay. It's like you can put a micro SD inside of the cartridge and mm-hmm. you can just dump ROMs on it, right? So our, our, our new roommate, Joe, he hooked me up with like a list of Game Boy Advance games that he wanted me to play, right? I asked him for it. But um, the one game that I've been playing recently is Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Okay. And honestly, it's it's a blast. So just throwing that out there. Anybody needs a new game, check it out. You can probably find it for free. Can I make a recommendation for your Game Boy? Sure. Yeah, I got my, my it, notepad right here. It's an RPG. Are, are you okay with playing RPGs? Like old school yeah, RPGs? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's called Golden Sun. Is it turn based? Yeah. yeah is it turn- okay. okay. I'm all about that. Yeah, he loves I can put shit. it down, you know, I can walk away. Whatever. I think Pokemon's your all time favorite game, probably. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, no, that's not true. I think. It's in my t- Pokemon's in my top five. Pokemon Emerald or Sapphire or whatever, mm-hmm. Gen three. But uh, top number one game is Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. It goes down as the best game ever. The stories and just the- yeah, it's so I didn't, it's so I didn't awesome. actually play the entire thing, but yeah, I played it a lot. That's really, really, really that's my number one. I have a top five, but we don't have to get into it. I'm curious. Uh, I feel like I didn't know you were such a gamer. Uh, okay, uh, pull my arm. We can get into it. So you got El- uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, right? You got, and this is in no order, by the way. Okay. Um, I got Pokemon Sapphire, right? Um, Breath of the Wild, the first one, not the what the second one. That one okay. I don't know. You're um, Zelda, right? Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, he's talking about Zelda. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Zelda. Sorry. Okay. I missed that. Uh, Super Mario 64. Uh, I beat 16-star uh, speedrun in 18 minutes and 25 seconds. That's my best time. Okay. So just give me some shout-outs there. And uh, dude, like Halo 3. Halo 3 or Gears of War? Like, I don't know which one. I was playing yeah. more at the time on the Xbox 360, but that's just – that's peak gaming right there. You know, I would kill for another Gears of War, bro. Put me in an execution lobby with Jamie Orr right now. Let's do it. Just <laughs> let's do it. That I, like, sick. Um, I like like action based RPGs, like the turn based thing. It's cool, but I just I'm too impatient. So I like um, actually the new Ragnarok God of War is a great action based RPG. It's really sick. Okay, I really liked the original series before he went into like the Norse. It, it just feels like, as good as, of a game as it is, it kind of just feels like another new copy and paste of all these new games where you just have a skill tree that you have. Like, mm-hmm. You can go to the Token World RPG. It's just, it feels like almost kind of like um, like another Far Cry or something, in a, in a way. But it's mm-hmm. it's different. The older games had a totally different vibe. They're just kind of more badass. Mm-hmm. A little simpler, a little more hack and slash. But it was just a little bit more unique, and I feel like they kind of were like, "All right, let's just like do like the modern RPG thing." But it's a good one. Right. New games, check it out. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to check it out because uh, Sony they they do like a a good job of porting over their like you know first party mm-hmm. games. Like they just announced that like you know uh, Horizon, like Forbidden West, is finally coming to PC in like March. Um, so yeah. like, I'm like. Uh, slowly being able to play these games because I, I used to have a, a, a PS5. I, I had one for like a very short stint. Um, I was able to like play and beat Spider-Man Miles Morales, 
but I didn't get to play the first Spider-Man. And then now there's the second mm-hmm. Spider-Man, which I really want to play, um, but I just yeah. you know, don't want to buy a, another console. So I'm just like, just going to wait until it eventually comes to I PC. heard that with like games like that, you can't go back. So if you want to play the first one, make sure you play it before you play the second one. You know what I mean? Are you a fan of the Dark Souls games? Like Souls type games. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, like I I have every achievement for Elden Ring. That's like my like uh, you know proud oh, ach- achievement that I like telling people. That's awesome. What about, uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah, see there needs to be a Bloodborne too. Bloodborne's so badass. I agree. I think out of all those like Dark Souls games, that's probably my favorite even though it's not literally Dark Souls. I think they just did it the best. The combat felt so sick. Yeah, and, and I just love I, like the weird like environment. You know, it's like gothic. Yeah, sick environment. Um, I feel like it was easier to progress through the game without without getting like lost. Like in a lot of times in Dark Souls games, they're so long and there's no map, and it's like if I put it down for like a week and come back to it, I'm like I don't even know what the fuck my goal is right now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know where I am. Like, yeah, but- <laughs> I have to play it consistently, or I'm just like this isn't worth it. Yeah, I literally rebuilt like um, my character like four times because I like I would get to certain points where I was like, man, like how does anybody do this? Like this is like way too hard. And then I just have to find like yeah. different builds that I would find that would make it easier. But then I get like you know frustrated because I'm like, wow, I was playing the game the certain style for like 20 hours, and now I got to change the complete way that I play. And it's yeah, you know, it's not as fun, but it's but it's effective. So I, I was like, it was always like such a, a struggle for me in uh, like Elden Ring, like more recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elden Ring was tough, man. I remember I got stuck. I was uh, I did like intelligence uh, build, and I got stuck. The so thing about times. that game is it was actually a map. Yeah, that map is so cool it's too. Like yeah, no, for sure. Like that, like Elden Ring was the first Souls like game that I beat because I, I played you know all the Dark Souls, the Demon Souls, Sekiro, yeah. everything. Uh, but I just sucked. But when yeah, 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 but when um when Eldering came out and I f- found out that you know uh, George R. R. Martin was like tied to it, I- I'm like a big um you know Game of Thrones fan. I was like, oh cool. I was like, mm-hmm. I I, I want to uh, beat this and uh, you know uh, be able to finally say that I beat a Souls type game finally. Because before yeah. like I would just get so far that I would just give up because I'm like, man, this is so frustrating, so hard, and I I you know. You could, uh, you know, you basically choose like how deep you want to get with the lore, right? Because there's uh, so mm-hmm. much text half the time. I'm just like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that, you know, chest or that I dead know, person. I'm going to just I don't keep have going. The capacity for, for all of it. Like, it's just like, if I read all the lore and really try to pay attention to all that, I would never get anywhere in the game. Yeah. It's, just, I, it's so much. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Bloodborne. Somebody uh, created a mod to do like a. I forget what they call it, but it was like a like a down scale, down res version of Bloodborne. It's all like uh, you know, pixel like like pixelated. Oh, yeah. I, I gotta send you a link to it because I I saw that. And I'm like, wow, this is so sick. That is cool. Yeah, send your... Also, just fun fact: I got stuck on the fire giant, Elden Ring, for months. Yeah. I couldn't beat it. I didn't know what to do. I was yeah, well, trying. I just I, I should have just leveled up, right? 
that's the easiest thing. No, gonna, you would think that, but all the enemies yeah. are, uh, you know, they scale them based off your level. So, like, I spent. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, I spent so long leveling, and then I'd go and still get my ass kicked randomly by, like, yeah. a, a campfire. I'm like, what? what is going on? Yeah, so what's the point of even leveling? Nothing <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. there's a streamer that I watch. I'm, I'm going to fuck up his name. He goes by, like, Lil, Lil Aggie. Um, mm -hmm. but that's like his niche, right? He does like, he's like super pro at like all the souls games. So I, I spent months just like watching his, uh, his YouTube cause he'd be like, all right, like, let's, let's go beat Elden Ring, uh, level one. And you just mm -hmm. watch him go through like no, no hit runs or he'll do like, you know, uh, randomizers and it's like, yeah, I'm like this, like, yeah, like I have all the achievements, but I'm not even that good at the game. Th this guy is beating yeah. it at level one with no damage, beating all the hardest bosses. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, there's yeah. no hit, no death runs are just nuts. <clears throat> I, I don't understand how even they have time that I don't have. Yeah. Also, I'm just gonna put this out there. My favorite game of all time is Super Smash Bros. Melee. I challenge any of your viewers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Colin can vouch for me. I'm like, he's serious. The only thing is, like, me and my my our new roommate Joe, I we've been boys since I was like 10 years old. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Okay. We've spent too much time playing that game. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Are you... And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. What's up? No, no, I was going to ask, are you, like, familiar with, like, the, like, Smash scene, like, the players? Nah, I didn't, I didn't really start. I did go to one tournament once. Um, it was kind of random. Me and Joe and, and Joe's brother, uh, who's pretty good, too, we went. This was years ago. It was at Stockton, which is the college I went to. Mm -hmm. Me, too. And I think the Shout gaming out. club just put on, uh, like, a tournament. Mm -hmm. And I came in third. <laughs> and I was like, wow, there's, like, 60 people here. And, like, none of these <laughs> people know me. And I was just, they were all, like, pissed. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's like uh, like arguably like like the greatest like melee player um, is this guy who lives out here in Southern California. Um, he goes by uh, Mango. Have you ever heard oh, of yeah, him? I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, Mango, yeah. I want. I, I remember how much. Didn't he fight somebody? I don't know if it was him, but like in the in that level, like that tier of players, there was like this big like uh, controversy because the one dude was like accused of being on Adderall. <laughs> for the game, I was like, "Yo, like that's kind of fucking smart, honestly." Yeah, yeah. I love the uh, I love the Smash drama, like the Smash lore. I I only know of it because one of my friends that I worked with at the grocery store, he would always watch Twitch when we were working, right? Yeah. And it would it was the one guy Levin, I think his name is. Yeah, from he Sweden. He did yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did something, and then this guy made a diss track. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he made like a whole diss track, and then he beat him at the. Uh, he him, and then he won. I, I, or maybe it was the other way around. I forget, but it was it was crazy. Yeah, Leffen's like a considered like a villain, but uh, I, I'm actually a huge fan of his. I, I think he's awesome. Yeah, he, he got banned uh, for a while and like talking too much crap. People getting like pretty sensitive, uh, but he's like a really talented like uh, fighting game player because he also plays like other fighting games and you know places pretty well. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Super Smash Bros. I, I'm curious, like, who do you main? Uh, okay, here we go. I'm glad you asked. 
my first main ever was Sheik. Okay. Um, and then I I evolved to Fox. Okay. And I kind of just I kind of fuck with both of them. If I get bored of playing either one of them, uh, I'll play Doctor Mario. No, oh, nice. And then um, who else do I like? I think uh, Captain Falcon's pretty fun too. I get that knee in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, but definitely my, my best character in that game is Sheik and then Fox Power, which is the two like popular characters for people to play that are annoying, annoying to fight against. Mm-hmm. But, Did you ever get into Ultimate? Nah, I didn't. I, I don't really like the um, like the physics of the newer games. Like they're mm-hmm. they're very floaty, mm-hmm. and I feel like they took. They took a lot of like the nitty gritty out of it. Like, um, you don't really have to be that good or work that hard to kill somebody to like knock them off mm-hmm. in the newer games. Like, it's just I feel like they kind of tried to even it out more. And melee, they like struck bolt. Like, it was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like uh, Project F. This is the modded version of mm-hmm. Brawl. Like, I don't know who did it. I think like fans or just whoever some organization just like. Modded, or do you know about this already? Yeah, or, yeah I'm familiar. Okay, yeah, they yeah, so they modded uh, the one that came out after Melee to just have the same like game, like the same feel basically, but with all the characters and brawl, and that's like fun as hell. But I don't um, Ultimate is cool, like it's fun to play. It's just I can't do what I'm used to do in the game, and I just am like every time I play it, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but I kind of just want to play Melee now. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because um, obviously I felt like like melee was like this party game that turned into this crazy like competitive game, um, and then obviously like over the years they've tried to like recreate that like you know lightning in a bottle, and it just hasn't uh, been a thing. Um, Ultimate's fun, yeah. but I just feel like there's just like yeah a lot of characters which is fun, but uh, yeah like I I just like my main is Peach, so I I like using Peach like uh, very put them in the blender. Her. Peach, um, if you know how to use her, she's deadly. Do you do the thing where you kind of short hop and then glide? Yeah, but I, I, I like to have a the, have that a turn up with so me. Fucking annoying, yeah, yeah, she's fun. Um, yeah, but so like outside of Peach, um, like in Ultimate, I would only use Peach or I would use um, like the Fire Emblem characters because they're all like so similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. Roy, Mark and Roy, and they add some, I think. Oh, dude! Yeah, in Ultimate, like the game was like <laughs> so many uh, Fire Emblem characters. There was uh, I can't even think. There was a girl with the purple hair that that I, I like. They were more in the role. I never played Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. That sounds cool though. I would actually. I don't even know what. I don't even know what kind of game Fire Emblem is. I think it's an RPG. Yeah, it's like a like a tactics like strategy RPG. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. We should try it. I'm game, bro. Okay. Well. So we just kind of like went into a whole game podcast. Dude, yeah. that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes up like a majority of my time. So I'm I'm a huge it was fan my, of video. It games. was my question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, uh, I'm I'm curious about uh, your uh, cornhole tournament because you know I think oh. since the last time we talked, there might have what has there been one or two? So I'm glad I'm glad you asked. Um, the cornhole tournament. 
third annual was last June, I believe last June or early July. Huge success. Huge success. We, uh, I bought a keg of Kona big wave. I didn't tell anybody that I had it, you know, everybody showed up. The keg was gone halfway through the day. Yeah. Our, our headmaster chef quags, one of our good friends. Um, he cooked up on the grill all day. Um, I actually, I got fourth place, I think. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't place, but. I don't remember. So him. I don't remember it, to be honest with you. I just know that everybody had fun and, you know. Oh, yeah. We almost got a fist fight, bro. I don't. That, he doesn't remember that. That's, that's Wait, why. you two. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like, you know, not like serious, like I hate you, but it was just like, what were we working? You don't I don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. You were just being difficult. And I was just like, dude. <laughs> it's like people watching us. And I was like, this is what he fucking does. <laughs> it's true. But you, you were really drunk and you were like hitting my face. and like That's what I, that's what I do. So I guess that's what I do. But, um, so I haven't started planning um, Cornell Tournament 4 yet, um, but I'm thinking big. I, I was thinking about relocating from the backyard that's that way to Summers Point down the road, uh, like to a public area, try to invite more people than just our friend groups. Yeah, we got to get permission from the uh, municipality. Yeah, I would need like a permit probably. I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe the year after that. Liz, but you're wearing the shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing the Summers Point Bayfest shirt. I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of pay yeah. some respects to my hometown. That's you know, literally his favorite day. Bayfest yeah. is a, it's like a Summers Point holiday. It's uh, it's the last Saturday of April, and it is a pretty big day for dude. The last, you know, everybody. Bayfest was actually sick because afterwards. We went to the Good Times show. Yeah. Mitch, our, our bass player, former bass player. Um, do you know of his other his earlier project, Good Times? No, I'm not familiar. Uh, Dude, K-May Hardcore. They're, they're like very punky hardcore. Cool vibes the whole album. You should actually definitely check this out. You can probably okay. fuck with it. Good uh, Times. But yeah, they, they've <laughs> been like right active for years. Yeah. And... Um, and they like uh, he did like a comeback show. Yeah, they in played Atlantic City. They played with Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah, and that was a Gorilla Biscuits show. Yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. Dude. Is, he's he's a really good vocalist. Actually, awesome. I, I didn't even really know until I saw him do a live. So that was sick. Off the, yeah, listen to good times. Off the tracks played that too. Shout out off the track. Yes. Shout out off the tracks. Straight edge. Oh yeah, friends of the show. Okay, and. Um, Colin, you posted, uh, I think it was a, a video or maybe a picture of, um, uh, Benny, like on stage and looked like it was inside of like a casino. You were like dressed up. You had some, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was playing for a cover band. Um, I was just, I was just trying to make some extra money, man. Was that and New I was Year's playing drums. Yeah. yeah, I, I was, uh, well, no, I wouldn't have anymore, but I did a, a couple gigs with them. And I mean, it's not the kind of music that I want to play or anything, but the, I mean, it was a good payday, man. It was, I was just like, you know, I know how to play the drums. So, so did but you just like, was, like, how did you find them? Did you like see like a, a random like Craigslist ad or something? It's funny. It's funny you ask. My dad is a drummer. 
Oh wow, that's and awesome! It runs that's in the family. Reason why I'm a drummer, I'm, um, but he uh, he's kind of he plays in like bar bands. He plays in cover bands and stuff. He's been playing since I was a kid, or he's before I was a kid, before I was alive. And he <laughs> he basically was like, "Yo, you know, there's this band. They're at, they're actually called No Pressure." Oh wow, which is funny. <laughs> okay, because I told people I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I think I'm gonna play with this band called No Pressure." Everyone was just like, oh, they're like, they're like the punk band? And I was like, nah, it's a cover band. It's... <laughs> but um, he, t- he like got me connected with those guys. And then they're just like, yeah, I mean, we do top cover. They play like, like a Blink-182 song. They play like, but then they play stuff like The Weeknd and stuff. And like mm-hmm. just, you know, mainstream shit. Um, but I was like, fuck it, dude. Like, I'll, I'll learn some songs and just play a couple gigs. And they get they got paid pretty well, so. That but they just disbanded and they were kind of like over it. A couple of dudes are like older, mm-hmm. and um, and I was fine with it because I was like, well, that's fine because now I just have more time to put in projects that I actually care about. So, but yeah, that's funny that you that up. That was a shit ton of people that night. There was kind yeah. of crazy. That's crazy. That's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we'll like go to the bar. And his dad will be playing in the cover band, and he'll just jump on the kit. Yeah, he'll like just that. play it. He'll just play a song real quick, and it's not a big deal. Like, whatever. But shout out New Jersey. Yeah, shout out New Jersey. That's the only mm-hmm. place that stuff like this happens. Shout out my dad. Shout out Charlie. Yeah, shout out Chuck. Shout yeah, out Charlie. I'll make, sure, I'll make sure he sees this. Chuck so Truth. I'm like show it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout him out in real time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've only been to like one part of New Jersey. I, I, I definitely want to explore it more. Because like the two times that I've been to New Jersey, it was to see Cut Down and Never Again both times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like I like I, I got to get out there and uh, get down to the shore or go somewhere yeah. else. North Jersey is just New York sprawl. It's like all it is. And then once you get down past, I feel like, I mean, this is a big controversy whether or not there's a middle of New Jersey. Yeah. We all like you might need to it. you might need to put like a trigger warning on this section <laughs> yeah. of the pod. Um, my argument is like, I think Asbury is the line. Yeah, to be honest, and I, then like everything south from Asbury should be basically South Jersey, but all of Western South Jersey is just farmland. It's just like the country. So I disagree a hundred percent with what Brendan just said. Okay. Um, there's a town called Tuckerton, New Jersey, and I think that's where North Jersey starts. It's about exit forty on the parkway. That makes no sense. He's being asked. Hold on, no, hold on. And west of Hamilton, New Jersey, is considered Philly in my book. Anything west of that is just Philly. So there you go. All right, I, I got a hard a map stance. Later. We're just gonna have, yeah. I'm just gonna have to disagree with you. So, like, how far away are are you guys from like Bayway? Uh, where are the where are those guys from? North North, right? I'm not sure. Probably, where are they from? Probably two hours, I would say. Well, it takes about a, it's a two it's a two ish hour nap. Might be close to get to New York City. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, because we're like, so Mitch is in Cape May at the bottom tip. Mm-hmm. We're like 45 minutes north of him, mm-hmm. like right by Atlantic City. 
And then from us, for us to get to New York, like just driving up to Long Island the other day, it was like at least it, about three hours. Probably. It was two and a half. That was the quickest that I've ever gotten to Long well, Island. For four hours to get there. Yeah. Four so, hours. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, there's this there's this there's this street. It's called the uh, highway. It's the Belt Parkway, and it's just parking lots. Oh, yeah. But like right where we live, so like the parkway just takes us from it just goes up the coast, straight shot, basically all the way up to New York, and then we're like right where the parkway and the expressway intersect, and the expressway is just straight shot to Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we live like right. Where they like intersect, so mm-hmm. we need to get it's kind of like it's kind of close. So, like, Philly's only like 45 minutes to 50 minutes away from us. So, yeah. like, all these shows that we play or go to, you know, they're pretty close. It's it's really awesome, honestly, because we can go to shows on weekdays if we need to, you mm-hmm. know, like, and it's not that big of a deal. Okay, well, is it gotta get out there more? So, this will make more sense to me. Oh, yeah, you got to come to Carlucci's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do the stop. I'm down. I, I want to take the tour. Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Next time you go to Philly or whatever, you got to stop by South Jersey. We got a couple of iconic food spots. We got Hot Bagels and more. Okay. We got Charlie's Bar and Grill. And we got Krabby Jacks. And Julianos. And Julianos. And Julianos. So those are like, those are iconic places. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I would say something else about, like, the split between North and South Jersey. I think when people start calling pork roll Taylor Ham, you're in North Jersey. Yeah. Okay. People, uh, do you know what pork roll is? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm familiar. Okay. I have an argument about that, but I'm, I'm not going to get it. No, no, no. It's okay. You should. Yeah. Kind of working. <laughs> What about uh, the Chinese food out there? Uh, I've heard some good things about Chinese food in your area. I just had some yesterday and today. I had leftovers for lunch today, okay. and I had Chinese food last night. It's awesome. Best food in town. Best food in town one. Best food in town two. Some of my favorite places. Oh, that's the name know. of the restaurant. They're, they're just always called that, and it's like cool. every, every time it just slaps. Stop right next to Shoprite, uh, it's a grocery store. Shoprite also has awesome sushi. Shout uh, out Shoprite! Shout out I worked there for eight years. Yeah, I worked there. That's one of the places that I I knew Brendan from. I Actually, worked. Shoprite's there. an important part of our history. To be honest. Yeah. So we, me and Brendan met. I think we were like I made might have been 19, 19, 20. We started doing like a, we were jamming. You know, oh, we, this is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were trying, so I had uh, five songs mm-hmm. that I went and just recorded myself. They were like metalcore songs, kind of more towards like August Burns Red or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, I just wrote them, and then I just went and recorded them. Mm-hmm. I did the drums and the guitar and the vocals and all. And then um, I was like, wow, well, well, all right, what am I going to do with these? So me and Dante and Colin originally – formed like a project and we were going to try to just play those songs mm-hmm. and then we recruited our other boy dj to do vocals and we got we were going to have joey who plays drums for now on truth now play in that band mm-hmm. um but it just kind of fucking fell apart i just felt through i said so it's so funny because i still have the songs they're still on spotify 
Oh, wow. And I don't, yeah, and I just don't pay, like, to keep them on there. And they message me, like, every month. And they're like, your songs are at risk of being, like, removed. And I'm like, take them off, dude. I don't care. <laughs> and it's just like, they're still there. Like, yeah. It's funny, man. They're looking for a handout. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I didn't know you had to pay to have your songs on Spotify. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did pay. I, did I think pay. it's like 50 bucks, right? Um, Something like that. Oh, like monthly? Well, no. I th- Are you annually? No, I think for the initial, I think it's like 50 bucks. Like, if you want to do a self-release, just get 75 bucks. You can get it on Spotify. Yeah. Distro Kid, it's the shit. Kids, yeah. Well, my podcast is on Spotify for free. Hopefully they don't start charging. There you me. go. <laughs> yeah, they're the um, main distributor. Uh, I, I guess I can say that. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of. Uh, well, does iTunes used to do podcasts, right? Like back in the day, like they were the main source, right? There's like a yeah. podcast app on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, yeah, they were. I'm um, the the podcast is uh, still there. It's on uh, Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and uh, YouTube, but um, and mm-hmm. it's it's another place too. Like I, I get random emails all the time about my podcast on like other platforms that I, you know, it's all there through like the RSS feed. But um, yeah, we're going so, strong. I I have a question for you in terms of your goals for yeah. 2024. I know we talked about Capillary. I know we talked about Not One Truth, right? But what okay. are some Jamie Orc goals, especially with the podcast, in mind? With the um, for 2024 20, all right you, you, you want me to go public with this all right um yeah and i have some ideas <laughs> you don't gotta okay. give spoilers like yeah no you should you sure, should totally like, totally give the spoilers yeah um well more recently i started doing like uh in-person like podcast uh you know slash interviews mm-hmm. whatever people want to call them so more of that uh, that's mm-hmm. like a, a, like at the top of my list i get out uh, and do more in-person stuff. I have mm-hmm. uh, something scheduled for early February, uh, doing a little bit of traveling in March. So we get more stuff there. So I'm just trying to sprinkle in um, uh, that throughout the year. Um, mm-hmm. Want to do more collab merch. Uh, you know, it, it was easy in the beginning to, to do collab merch. Uh, but if I'm being honest, the last two times uh you know kind of got ghosted don't want to out any bands i can tell you guys about it off air um okay <laughs> yeah we're but, in on that yeah, let's talk shit, let's talk shit after the podcast. yeah we can definitely <laughs> talk shit but um uh but uh, <laughs> but if i go to the skate jam which um if, if i don't go to the, the skate jam it's either because it didn't happen or because i'm dead but big plan spoiler alert um i like I, I i should be doing a collab shirt there um with a, a really great friend that that's uh you know uh super spoiler alert if you can just be able to put the pieces together that's it and then um yeah that's it more in-person interviews uh try to do some uh you know collapse of with, with friends mm-hmm. you know that's all i want to say there because i yeah there's some some funny stuff with people uh, not keeping it real uh but over here at the jmrk podcast we keep it real 100 of the time and some people just can't and that's right that's why yeah. that's why we're on this show right now because we know you keep it real and Thank that's you. that's gospel right there. yeah okay so i'll say <laughs> i'll say it on the pod i'll say it right now on the pod live if jamie or podcast wants to do a 
collab shirt with capillary. We're 100 percent down. I'm just throw, oh, I'm cool. throwing it oh, out there on recording. Okay. I, I appreciate Show the that. judge. Right. Show the judge. Lock us up. But you're not going to have to because we're going to do it. All right. Thank you. Just that, like that. That that, that. that that means a lot. Hell yeah, man. Okay. And you said you had some suggestions for the, the podcast this year? Yeah. Okay. So hear me out, right? I don't I don't know if you've ever done this before, but what if we got you in touch with another podcast? Okay. For for potentially you to be a guest. For, oh, for me, uh, you know, I've, I've been. Have on, you ever? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, I, I've I've been a, a guest on people's podcasts before. I okay. don't really like to do it, but uh, mm-hmm. depending on who it is, uh, maybe I'll do Are you it. Talking about Jake's? Yeah, I was talking. I was gonna quit your band while you still can, Jake Clark. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Jake. Shout yeah. out Jake. Shout out Taylor. Um, I, I'm a huge yeah. fan of theirs. Um, if they have me, I would do it. They they've been on my podcast before. So, oh really? Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. yeah, no, they're 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 great. I, I'm I'm a fan of both of theirs. I I love what they do with, with their podcast. I I love what they do with their bands. They're they're both really talented. So definitely huge yeah. fan of theirs. Hell yeah! Well, I guess Likewise. you know I I I don't know. I feel like a a dual podcast has so much potential in terms of like um outreach. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you guys. I don't want to say do the same episode, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's a way to make that work where it's like a collab of say, a podcast. I don't know. You just say, hey, what's up? We got Jamie Hart today from Jamie Hart Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, really all it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just yeah, we can figure it out. out. Um, yeah. They're awesome. I, I, I love what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just started listening to that. Uh, recently i was working from home and i was like okay let me let me try something new you know mm-hmm. and uh I, I ended up liking it a little bit so mm-hmm. yeah. pretty cool yeah no it, it, it's awesome because to, to to be able just to hear them speak obviously i i love uh taylor i i, I think he's like just like crazy off the wall like mm-hmm. unintentionally funny sometimes um and then yeah jake's awesome too I, i've always uh, loved talking to jake jake's been on the podcast multiple times so oh okay yeah it's a great podcast yeah i need we need to hit up jake and tell him yeah, that we're he, recording. Was, <laughs> he was like yo congrats on release whatever like sounds cool yeah or, i don't know what he said specifically something along those lines and then i was like yeah man um LP 2024 coming at you. <laughs> we're, we're coming back to the studio. Nice. Get prepared. Okay. Make it sound good again. Well, we're ready. So book it. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready to go. Okay. I have I have tons of people I want to shout out. Right, well, I have go. a whole list of people. I'm, uh, I'm happy you have a list because sometimes people get offended when they don't get mentioned in the shout outs. Yeah, no. I, this is... If I didn't shout you out, I didn't want to shout you out. <laughs> okay. So this one, first first on here is John Beamer. He's one of my old friends. Okay. Now, before I start shouting people out, if I already shouted you out, don't get mad at me for not shouting you out again. Yeah. So I, I want to shout out John Beamer. He was crossing shit off the list. Like I was crossing stuff podcast. off when we were talking about it. I don't want to like you know, waste your time. Yeah, thank you. Um, so John Beamer, he's a good friend. He has every not one truth tape. Nice. Um, he, yeah. he's an old school dude. He, 
goes to our shows. I love him. He's a good friend. John Beamer, thank you. Um, a road from Baltimore. They just put out a uh, promo, okay. three-song promo. Check it out. It's fucking sick. We did a weekend with a road and morbidity. And we also played a show at Media um, BFW with a road and morbidity. Shout out both of them. They're sick, sick bands. Um, shout out Mitchum. Shout out. Yeah, Mitchum. He played bass or plays played whatever. I don't. I don't even know we'll at see. this point. Um, for not one truth, he's the he's the shit. He showed me how to dub tapes, how to make J cards, how to do all this stuff. He showed me how to keep track of all the merch money. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like little things like that. He's awesome. He's a great dude. Um. Uh, shout out anyone from the Hudson Valley. If you're from the Hudson Valley watershed area, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Great scene. Um, great scene. Shout out any band with the word truth in the name. Um, Pain of Truth. Pain of Truth. Moment of Truth. Gilda Truth. truth. Right there. Not a band, but no, it's not a band, <laughs> but it's a not one truth song name that didn't come out yet. So, okay. um, Shout out Struck Nerve. Shout out Marty. Um, I love Marty. Marty, you're the best. Uh, it was a blast hanging out with you at FYA all weekend. Um, shout out Envision. Um, I, I work for a company called Envision. It's my work band. It's like the coolest thing ever. I'm going to do this. Uh, some- uh, shout out. Shout out Exposed. Shout out Shamir. Shamir is like one of our biggest fans. They just put out a demo, uh, demo 24 today. So check it out. out. Just played the the first show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Anybody else? No, that's all I got. Do you want to shout shout anybody out, out, Jamie? Hey, shout out to you guys. You know, I'm. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You know, Colin, you, you've been, uh, you know, solid since uh, we started being friends, right? Uh, you have. Yeah, well, if, if you haven't listened to the other episode with me on it, um, it all started when I was sleeping on Marty's floor from Shruckner Agitator, mm-hmm. whatever you know him from. And um, Jamie just pulls up out of nowhere from the airport. He's like, hey, I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm watching this TV show. What's up? My name's Jamie. Hey, man. My name's Colin. How you doing? And here we are. Yeah. I I was honestly. Hello, I am. That's exactly what happened. It's true. So, you know, uh, Marty gave me the heads up just to make sure there was no beef. I was like, I don't know who he is. Hopefully he's a cool guy. And Marty vouched no for beef. you. And oh my we, God. we got along. Dude, we don't, we don't have beef with anybody. Nah, that I I don't think I don't think that not one truth the Cavalry has beef with anybody that I know of at least. Mm-hmm. If you guys have beef yeah, with us, so if anybody wants to uh, create a problem with us, so. if you guys have beef with us, please let us know <laughs> so we can try to do something about it. Yeah. Figure it out. All right. Maybe like start an internet war. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm down. Okay. Kind of like the one that's going on with uh, Ronnie Radke and Sanguista Gabbard. <laughs> yeah. Everybody saw it. He's crazy. Um, but okay. <laughs> well, uh, Benny, any, any more shout outs from you before we go? Because, you know, Colin oh, yeah. has his list. Do you have any? Oh, well, but don't look at my list. Nah. Uh, to be honest, uh, I think we covered like 
mostly shout outs to the bands and all that shit. Um, if I think of anything, uh, I'll shout them out. Okay. Well, I appreciate both of you taking the time to come on the podcast. Capillary is awesome. I'm looking forward to the you know future of 2024 for Capillary. Uh, hopefully, a lot of great things. Uh, LP. LP. Jake Clark, get ready. 2024. LP. Right. You, you Capillary here. LP 2024. Okay, All right. I just make a gift. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right. This was awesome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back soon. Uh, shout out to Jersey. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate I guess I'll, I'll say shout out to anybody who showed Cavalry love on our release. We really appreciate it. That's for real. All right. Thank you.